0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the tenth episode of the From the Booth podcast. I know what you all might be wondering: why are there two incredibly handsome men on my screen as opposed to the one that I normally see? That's because today I have a very, very special guest: my buddy, my friend, my king, in fact, Makana, aka TTB Ravens Media, the guy I gave a shout out to in the last podcast episode, which I hope you guys watched, which was an unintentional future reference. You can call me a Marvel movie because I'm I'm referencing my future projects unintentional future reference to my next episode my next my first guest in fact makana how are you doing today my friend
1: i'm doing good i'm just wondering how long it took you to write that dude Um, i
0: was dude i had like i was in the car for like an hour today i was just scribbling shit down in the backseat of my car um i wanted to make sure that that uh you got the proper entrance the entrance that you deserved into the from the booth podcast so um You know what can you want to want to tell people about your podcast really quick before we kind of get into it
1: yeah so uh i'm the host of ttb ravens media uh we do the trust the bank podcast that's a podcast every wednesday we go live every uh every weekend as well during the off season but i put out daily ravens content every day and also part of play action football uh, which puts out like tiktok instagram and youtube shorts Uh, does that every day twice a day on weekends that just talks overall nfl so You know, been doing this a long time. It's been a long time since I've had Mike or been on Mike's show. Yeah. You know, I'm excited for this. You know, new. OGs,
0: OGs remember always compete. If you if you a real one, you know what's up
1: (laughs) with that. OGs do remember always compete. OGs remember even farther back. OGs remember uh, worst worst take take network. Dude, that was fire.
0: That was fire as hell. Um, but I think I think the first topic, the one that I was meaning to ask you about, um, being that you're a Ravens fan, I'm hoping that you're a uh, quite the master of this topic. What what the hell is going on with Lamar Jackson? Um from just a from just a Ravens fan perspective. Is he gonna play for the team again? Is he gonna get an extension? Like what what's going on with Lamar? Give me your thoughts.
1: Yeah, so I would like to consider myself an expert on this topic, mostly because people ask me every day. Yes. <laughs> every day we record a podcast, it's talk about Lamar Jackson's contract. What did this guy said something? This guy said something. What what's yeah. right? um here's my thought i i do believe the correct information that we have out there is the raven's recent offer or the offer that they offered him last season being uh about 48 million dollars a year 130 million dollars guaranteed that's really the only number that i believe is is correct we got that from the players association which has worked with lamar the ravens didn't seem like they were trying to negate that and we've gone through their um you know, people have been asking him, hey, is this true? Is this true? Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. Um, he's not trying to release information. So here's my ultimate thought. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson are in a a unique position that I don't think very many teams historically have ever been in. Yeah. Because I fully believe both sides in the argument will accept the other team's deal. Okay. But they also know that the other person will accept their deal. Most times when you're in a contract situation, example Kyler Murray in Arizona, Kyler's like, I'm not accepting this deal unless it's this. And Arizona knows that. Yeah. Lamar you, knows, wait,
0: I just gotta say, do you watch my show? Because that's the exact contract that I referenced in my last episode. It was the Kyler Murray <laughs> situation. I literally said, you know, I think it's time for the Ravens to pay up their quarterback. I wouldn't even give Kyler what I'm gonna give Lamar, but even the Cardinals kind of acknowledge that and Kyle and they had to kind of give into Kyler's demands. So thank you for watching my show, by the way. Really appreciate that. Um <laughs> but you. that's the exact example that I gave last time. So I think it's I think it's it's validating that you also bring up Kyler in that same discussion.
1: Yeah, because I, I think they're just both similar. I mean, Lamar's better, but it's both two players that are like very good and, and very important to their team's success. Um but Lamar Jackson I fully believe would accept $130 million guaranteed or, you know, maybe negotiate next year on. Uh, so maybe now it's 150. I think he would accept that. But he's also a smart person and recognizes the Ravens are going to pay him no matter what. Um, okay. Because he knows how valuable he is. He watched the Ravens last year. He's not an idiot. Yeah, uh, People like to say he's an idiot for not having an agent. Lamar is a smart individual. I, I even
0: said, too, like, the Ravens win that playoff game with Lamar at quarterback, you know. That, that the fumble, the, the fumble in the jungle, as people like to call it, it was a 14-point swing. That doesn't happen with Lamar Jackson. So at minimum, they would have won one playoff game with Lamar Jackson as their quarterback last year versus Tyler Huntley.
1: Yeah, and it's just like they're both in a spot where they would accept the other team's deal, but they know that the other party would accept. So I think it's a game of chicken of who's going to accept the other teams first. My deal that I initially talked about, this was last year, Maybe the numbers go up a little bit, but my, my thought was 280 million dollars, six years, uh, 200 guaranteed. That was the number that I was thinking mm-hmm. um, would be would you know be the most likely scenario. But I mean, here's the thing, and I know a lot of Ravens fans dislike me for this opinion. I'm not going to be distraught if the Ravens trade him. Okay. So. Okay. As much as I want him to resign and stay, if the Ravens can't agree to a deal, because here's the thing: I'm not paying Lamar a fully guaranteed deal. Like, I'm not giving him, I mean, I'd give him a fully guaranteed deal if it's 40 million a year. Yeah. But I'm not giving him a 50, you know, I've seen people say, like, oh man, the Ravens need to offer him, you know, a six-year. $306 Three hundred and six million dollar deal. That's what I've seen people prediction. It's like fully guaranteed. I'm like, why? Why?
0: So you actually bring up two really good points that I also want to touch on. A, I was going to touch on the Deshaun Watson contract, two hundred thirty fully guaranteed, which is yeah. I'm guessing close to what Lamar wants. And then B, I was going to say, God forbid the Ravens and Lamar are just so far apart they can't get anything done. Could he? Should he? Will he get traded to the Falcons, the Colts? I think the Falcons would probably be the most likely. In terms of draft capital, in terms of uh, need at quarterback, in terms of cap space, though they probably fit the bill the best. But kind of can you touch on those two things for me really quick and give you like your perspective?
1: Yeah, so the Ravens can't really have Lamar Jackson on the franchise tag this year. They have about twenty-eight million dollars in cap space right now. Franchise tag's about forty-five. If they were going to do it, the best Kind of contract rework is You're getting rid of Patrick Quinn You're getting rid of Devin Duvernay Getting rid of Chuck Clark Getting rid of uh, Gus Edwards um, And then you're restructuring Ronnie Stanley And then you basically have zero cap space So then you can't really go after Any free agent corners or wide receivers and It would purely be based on the draft I don't see that working out Um, I think they're going to have to sign Into a deal if he plays this year Yeah Um, So it's like if they trade him i think the falcons are a good option you know the falcons are sitting top 10 pick Mm -hmm. you know they they do want a quarterback they have cap space they have the cap um you know the colts i don't think they have the draft capital um that would be nearly as valuable because i feel like they're more complete of a team than the falcons are yeah um where it's like okay they're gonna be better like if they trade lamar to the falcons he may struggle for the first year yeah um, they may not be you know 12, so you're saying
0: 18. the falcon the, the colts next year's pick won't be as good as the falcons next year's pick would be yeah. with lamar yeah okay yeah, yeah. like i can't I, I I agree with like, that.
1: because my thought process i've talked about this on live stream before is if the ravens trade lamar don't go after a quarterback this year unless they are trading unless they're trading for unless they're basically getting CJ Stroud that is the only quarterback that I am taking in the first round to replace Lamar Jackson and I know we'll talk about quarterback later um but like if I'm replacing Lamar with this roster and I'm trying to win right now okay it's it's CJ Stroud I feel like is the best person to try and win right now or it's yeah a later round guy like a Hendon hooker but mm-hmm. i don't think the ravens want to use you know uh, they only have a third round pick they don't have a two um on a quarterback i feel like it would be okay sign a free agent for cheap or honestly as much as i would hate it rock back with tyler huntley or sign a very cheap guy to try and be a quarterback for a year and and josh rosen experiment it Oh, this guy's not it? Okay, well we have a top ten pick next year. Yeah. And draft a new quarterback, draft Caleb Williams, draft uh May. And yeah. Draft one of these, you know.
0: The the quarterback class the next quarterback. year is really good. Yeah. You got Drake May, the guy from North Carolina, you got Caleb Williams, you got um another guy too, I'm forgetting his name, but you got there's options next year, right? There's there's really good yeah. options. So okay. Um and then so you said that if you you know, if you were the Ravens and you were giving him his contract, you wouldn't give him fully guaranteed is that because of his um, risky play style being that he's such a he's such a runner of the football or is that a kind of you're not willing to guarantee anybody kind of this ass load of money because like what the Browns did with Deshaun Watson they're paying him 230 million he sucked last year he didn't play the first 11 games and then he sucked in the remaining six so is it a little bit of both is it a little bit of just his play style or kind of what's the reasoning for that?
1: I don't think it has anything to do with his play style. I wouldn't want to give any quarterback a fully guaranteed deal. Okay. Quarterback is a position where players get hurt. Uh, yeah. Lamar hasn't finished the last two seasons. Yeah, that that concerns me. Um, you know, and a lot of quarterbacks get hurt, and Lamar hasn't gotten hurt on the run. He's gotten hurt in the pocket. Yeah, and um, passing the football. It's literally just oh. They got the Ravens got screwed the last quarterback that they had. They went out and they paid Joe Flacco, and he was the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Think about Mm -hmm. that. Joe Flacco was the highest paid player in the history of the That Super Bowl did him wonders.
0: That Super Bowl made him a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And
1: it ruined the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And Eric DaCosta was in the organization at that point under Ozzie Newsom, and he had to see how Ozzie Newsom had to deal with it. And Ozzie Newsom's final gift Derek Acosta was, you can be done with Joe Flacco because he drafted Lamar Jackson. Yeah, because he drafts Lamar Jackson. Yeah, like here you go, you know we're done with that experiment. Move on from him, and let's do something else. The Ravens have a. I think I think people underestimate how good the Ravens roster is mm-hmm. because with Tyler Huntley, Tyler Huntley's buns. Tyler Huntley sucks. He's a bottom. Dude, five he's a Pro runner. Bowler. What are you talking about? He's a Pro Bowler with three hey,
0: total touchdowns in the year Tr- trubisky was a pro bowler so the pro Bowl don't mean shit to me to yeah, be honest.
1: exactly dude trubisky's like a way better quarterback too than yeah, Trubisky Hunt. was like
0: even significantly better and he was a pro bowler yeah
1: and it's like okay the ravens have an incredible i think i don't know why people don't recognize how good the ravens defense is because i mean i think the best comparison is a team like the 77 falcons right where it's like you are putting up insane numbers, but your offense is so bad. Yeah. But, like, like, the Ravens are going three and out half the time on offense, and then the defense is holding teams to 10 points, and then they still lose or they win by three. And it's like, yeah. They allowed, like, dude, I even saw, and I'm playing. not, a,
0: you know, I'm not a huge, like, PFF guy. PFF graded Kyle Hamilton as the best safety in the league this year. He's a rookie. Like, he's he's a rookie. Marlon Humphrey's great, obviously. Like, you know, like, the, the Ravens have a really good defense. Um, So I think it's, yeah, definitely. And O line.
1: Great yes. defense, great offensive line, very good running back, and elite tight end group. Like, I honestly think the Ravens set.
0: just need they just need a receiver or two. That's what they need, in my opinion.
1: If Rashad Bateman is healthy, I think he can be a competent one. I think he'd be an amazing
0: number two. You think the Ravens could even take JSN in the first round and bolster him up a
1: little bit? I think they could they could absolutely go wide receiver in the first round. I, they're either going wide receiver or corner, in my opinion. Yeah. Um corner to replace Marcus Peters um what pick do the Ravens have it's they have 17 technically 23 but it's oh. the 22nd because the Dolphins don't have a pick oh yeah yeah so, so I
0: think so I think Witherspoon will be off the board by then but Gonzalez might still be there
1: my thought is I want Cam Smith oh you know as okay. a reasonable cornerback I don't Joey Porter Jr. is my favorite corner in the draft um but I don't I think, think he's he'll be available. yeah he's so there. it's like I want Cam Smith yeah. Cam Smith is the guy that I want to target in the first round over wide receiver okay um Because I feel like we can draft um, a good third-round guy. I think receiver.
0: This class is deep on receiver. I think so. Maybe you can get a guy in the second, third round. Yeah. Um, I think corner. Yeah, corners are are, there's pretty big discrepancy between the best and the worst in terms
1: of day one starters at corner.
0: So I think that's actually a great transition talking about the draft. um, You probably aren't in the quarterback market, but many teams are. So when you're looking at what, yeah, if you got straight Lamar, you're probably in the quarterback market um but then you would have the capital to go get one one of the the big dogs who are in your opinion like the best quarterbacks in this class because typically each draft if it's a good draft can give us two to three franchise guys sometimes there's one sometimes there's none i'm gonna venture to say that like two of these two or three of these guys are probably going to be legit like franchise quarterbacks um who are your who are your favorite quarterbacks in this draft if you had to rank them
1: first off i want to apologize to the houston texans because this is not the quarterback class to get a surefire, guaranteed. You know, Trevor Lawrence. You know, Joe Burrow, crazy okay. talent. Okay. Um, hey, I think this um, is you're a forgetting that the Texans
0: have the second overall pick. They According do. to every media member, the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields and then take a quarterback one. So, well, by the yeah. way, what is st- what a stupid way to win that game at the end of that season for the Texans? Just absolutely just, oh, I would be so. It, it mad. was
1: strategic it's a yeah. smaller contract to pay the number two overall pick than it is the one
0: <laughs> they're saving like $500,000 and getting a hey, worse
1: Hey, 500k is 500k
0: that's a lot of money, that's more than I make <laughs> that's right. significantly more than <laughs> yeah. I make yeah. um, um, alright so
1: yeah I think there's two guys right now where it's like okay, actually I'm gonna say there's one guy I think there's one guy where I'm like okay <laughs> maybe this guy could be like Great, yeah, um, and I think that's CJ Stroud. Okay, obviously, there's potential for other players Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. Mm-hmm. I we, just can we like, put a
0: pin? Can we put a pin in Anthony Richardson? Because I want to do like a fine. whole yeah, 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 yeah yeah. We can talk about him him. Later. yeah, yeah,
1: okay, Will like Will Levis, it's like, you know, it's like, could he be really good? Yes, but at the same time, it's like any player in the draft could be really good yeah you know? any guy
0: that's going to be taken in the first round has the potential to be like an all pro pro bowl pro, yeah. pro bowler yeah
1: that's what i hate about like the draft is people it's like i don't think his potential is high and then people are like well his potential is like patrick mahomes it's like well yeah every, my potential Start is patrick up. mahomes you know you give me the everybody, right look, that's,
0: that's the position that happens with the most is quarterbacks every quarterback ceiling is the best quarterback in the nfl according to everybody it's like dude come on like really you know um, so, yeah. so CJ Stroud's your number one guy, which I think I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you. I think that he's going to be great. But I think if you pulled people, CJ Stroud would not be a lot of people's number one. It would normally be Bryce Young, maybe Will Levis. If you're really brave, maybe, say, Anthony Richardson. Or if you're really banking on the physical tools, Anthony Richardson. Why do you like CJ
1: Stroud so much? I think I think he's got the best, you know, intangibles. I think mean, mm-hmm. he's got the best things that you can't work on. He's got really good size. Um, and I feel like he has had a lot of success over at, uh, I'll call it the Ohio State University, mm-hmm. um, throwing to really good wide receivers. And I wasn't, I was thinking, I was thinking Bryce Young and CJ were really close um, throughout the season watching them. Um, I, I didn't watch as much Alabama as you, obviously, but I watched a fair awesome. amount of games. Um, and I watched, a, I watched a lot of Ohio State games. I love watching Ohio State. Uh, a lot yeah. of my family's from Ohio, so I do watch them. I'm a Stanford fan by heart, but I watch Ohio State. And I was like, okay, CJ Stroud, you know, maybe. But, you know, when he has to deal with pressure, when he has to do this, I, I'm concerned. And then we saw the college football playoff, and he goes against yep. Georgia. And I'm watching that game, and I'm like, this guy's draft stock is like, okay, people were questioning whether he's top 10. And I was watching it, and I was like, this guy's going number one if it's if quarterback's going one. Like, I'm watching that game, and I'm like, The way he's avoiding this pressure and avoiding this defense and just dicing
0: the—I think that might have been the best performance all year, especially against that Georgia defense. Then a week later, went on to win sixty-five to fucking seven in the national championship game, and he got him. He—they were a missed field goal away from winning that game. Um, Drove him down the field, ran for first downs, composure. Lost Marvin Harrison during that game as well. Like he didn't have Marvin Harrison for majority of the second half. He was fantastic in that game, and that was one of those where it's just. His agent, you know, his agent had just the goofiest grin on his face watching that game. Uh, If he had an agent. Oh, no, he probably didn't have an agent at that time. But his agent watching the tape back weeks later is now having a grin on his face. But um, so CJ Stroud's one. Okay, so you like CJ Stroud. Who's your number two guy?
1: So I'll be safe and I'll say it's Bryce Young, but I don't (laughs) love Bryce Young. Obviously, he has the tools of accuracy and arm talent, and I like his mobility. It's nothing, you know, generational, but he can move. He, he has good pocket awareness. It's just like that size at the position is so tough. It can be done. I don't want to count it out. But, you know, when you look at guys that are, you know, 5'10 in yeah. NFL history or six foot or under, right? You know, you want to look at the legends, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's about what you got. Yeah. Um,
0: no, Doug no, I'm just kidding.
1: It's like, like Russ is so much bigger than him, it He's feels thick. like. He's a big like, boy. Bryce Young is not super big, and I feel like most teams, I would avoid him. If you're the Colts, I think it's worth it. I think if you're a team with an offensive line that can protect him, I think he could pan out very well in you know, end up being the you know what you know what the, the dream spot
0: for me for, for if I was Bryce Young, you know, I'd want to go badly. This is not going to happen. Detroit. Detroit's offensive line is yes, fantastic. exactly. That would be a
1: perfect scenario. It's fantastic. Like, yeah, that's the best spot to go as a quarterback, where it's like, okay, if he gets to the right scenario, he may have the highest ceiling in the class.
0: I think. I think with with him, offensive line is most important. He can make his subpar receivers better. The last year yes. in Alabama he played, the receivers weren't good. Like, can you tell me who? Can you tell me Alabama starting receivers last year? Probably not. Right. Um, But he made the receivers look better, but he he was also well-protected. So if you go into a team like the Lions or the Colts or whoever, where he's protected, I think he can make your subpar receivers a lot better. I think that's his thing. But again, if he's getting crushed by edge pressure every play, he might not have that chance.
1: Yeah, Um, and we've seen what happens to even generational quarterbacks, Andrew Luck, when they Mm -hmm. go to a team where they don't have an offensive line. And it's like, no matter how good you are, and Andrew Luck was not injury-prone in college, he went to the NFL and he got sacked and he got sacked over and over and over and over again. And Bryce Young, mm. I don't think will be able to hold up. And I think that's exactly what's happened to Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray hasn't had an offensive line in Arizona and Kyler Murray is similar. He's just running around play. Yeah. in a way. Yeah. Build. They're similar. They're very different in play style. I hate when people compare them in play style because mm-hmm. they're like drastically different, but in terms of like body size, they're very similar and they're, if he goes to a place where he's going to get beat up, I don't think he's going to last. So, I put him to where it's like, okay, if you're a team with a good situation, like, yeah, he's two. Yeah. If you're a team with a bad situation, I'm not drafting him. Um, like, if I'm the Texans, I'm not drafting I am avoiding him.
0: I think I think they're class. going defense anyways with D'Amico Ryans. I, I really do think they're going defense. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Jalen Carter. i know um, You want to hear, I've actually said this to a lot of people, and I feel very strongly about this. Some people disagree with me, but like you said, I've probably watched more Alabama football than a lot of people that aren't paid to watch Alabama football. My play style, not height, not weight, not like you were saying, physically style, my play style comparison to Bryce Young is Deshaun Watson. The way they move oh, around it. the pocket, their fluidity, they're their throwing off different platforms. It reminds me of Deshaun Watson from Houston. Um. So I think that's my physical, that's my, I'm sorry, that's my play comparison, but like physical comparison is like you said, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson is too stocky, he's too thick. And then Drew Brees isn't nearly as good of an athlete as Bryce is. Kyler's kind of that middle ground where Kyler's not as thick, but he's also a really good athlete, kind of like Bryce Young is as well. Okay, so we've got let's let's go top five. Let's name top five. So you got C.J. Bryce. Number three is
1: Tanner McKee from Stanford. <laughs> I want to say one thing right now. I'm going to get really big, so people people know when I say this. Tanner McKee. He's not an NFL-caliber player. He's not an XFL-caliber player. He's not a UAAF-caliber player. U-A-F. You could put him back in 1937, and you could put him in the NFL or put him in any football league, and he's still not a caliber player. Tanner McKee is not good. Do not have him on your roster. I wouldn't even want him being the practice squad quarterback to, to prep you for games. He sucks. I am a Stanford football fan. I've watched every game of Tanner McKee's career. New Orleans he Saints QB1.
0: Hey, bro, how much you want to bet QB, QB1 for the Saints inbound? tanner mckee oh my gosh
1: here's the thing davis mills was 50 times better than tanner mckee and davis mills is a bad nfl quarterback yeah (laughs) like like davis mills is fine it's like but you don't want to build around him you can maybe have him be a backup but tanner Mm -hmm. mckee is being talked about as like a second third round player and i'm like this guy i want undrafted like i don't want him on my roster
0: i see on pffs Mock draft simulator. He's prospect Dude, number twenty-nine. I see him 29. going like
1: eighteen. Yeah, I see him like 20, getting drafted.
0: twenty-nine. Oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, fuck Tanner McKee. Let's yeah, go yeah. to number three. Who is your actual number three quarterback? I feel like I know who it is.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Hendon Hooker.
0: Whoa, I, that's a shocker.
1: Okay, yeah, Not I just something. like I I I did watch a lot of Tennessee this year. I loved watching. They were them, good. So. They were
0: really good up until he towards ACL.
1: And it's just, like, I feel like he looked really good. And, you know, if he doesn't get hurt, I think he's a first-round quarterback. And he the gets age hurt. Too.
0: The age two is hard. He's but like, like, he's 20. not
1: even much older than Joe Burrow was. And I feel like he's ready. Like, he is a quarterback. Like, I am i don't think I want to start Will Levis right away. I don't want to start Richardson right away. I'd yeah. start young. I'd start Stroud. I would start Hendon Hooker right away. Yeah. Um. And, you, you know, it can work in the NFL – you know coming in as a vet a lot of players have done it and had a lot of success um you know you look at joe burrow hell look at kurt warner right you know it's like kurt warner's a hall of fame player and he started his career like 28 or 29 um bro's just
0: bagging groceries and just yeah
1: like you know i'm not comparing him to you know kurt warner and you know that's not my expectation if he turned into kurt warner that'd be great but like yeah over someone where it's a it's a rip Like I think it's way riskier to take a Will Levis, uh-huh. and I'll put Will Levis at four. Actually, I'm gonna put an Ar at four, um, just because I think Ar at least has a base. Uh-huh. I've watched it through Greg Roman, but you know which is brutal to watch. But you can have an offense that can move the football without throwing it very much. Yeah. And AR has the tools and the ability to be a heavy, you know, as a base, a just heavy run for, I mean, even look at, like, Patriots with Cam Newton, where it's like, mm-hmm. like, they weren't that good, but it was like, the offense isn't, like, that bad. And he has how do you, the potential how do you stop to him? turn it.
0: It's hard to stop a quarterback that big, that strong, that fast. I mean, yeah. and even, like, I feel like Lamar in his, like, rookie season before he kind of understood the yep. defense yep. and he understood the playoff, they were running read option and the shit was working because he's so fast. So I think you can almost get away with AR not being lead ready because you can just survive off of read option and those quick throws for however long and then give him another offseason, give him a year in the facility with the coach, with the offensive coordinator, with his receivers, he'll be much better. So I yeah. I think AR-15 is, is a good um, – is a good
1: we'll, we'll – You first. Mike is what? pro AR-15.
0: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am, I am. I am, but um, do you kind of want to jump right into AR fifteen and just talk about him? Because I feel like yeah. I feel like out of everybody, he's the biggest kind of, um, he's the biggest talking point right now. And um, hey, by the way, we have like five minutes left in this meeting. I can send you another one to finish, but we we've, we've been yeah. talking for like I only have like forty minutes. Anyway, um, I feel like AR fifteen is the biggest talking point right now from the draft. He's the most heavily debated. Everyone's either calling him a bust, or again, he's the next pet, next Patrick Mahomes. He's actually Jesus Christ in a football in football pads, uh, according to some people. And then some people say he can't throw, and he's Tim Tebow. Also, number fifteen from Florida. I will say, is that a coincidence? I don't know. But um, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on AR fifteen. I have my own thoughts that I, I think, but um, I want I want to hear what you have to say first, and then we can kind of we can kind of piggyback off each other.
1: My thought is every player in the NFL and in the NFL draft, when you evaluate them, you want to evaluate them as a whole for everybody. When you give player draft grades and you rank them, you're not ranking them for your, unless you specify I'm ranking them for my favorite team, you're ranking them as if they go into a base system. If they go into a base system, I don't think I love Anthony Richardson. You know, Mm -hmm. if he goes to the same system that every other quarterback goes to, I don't think he turns out nearly as well most of the time. If he gets to a team that can develop him and bring in the right pieces and they are competent, it could work out. But the thing is, I don't think any of those teams are in the area where he's going to get drafted. I think he's a second round pick. I think he's like a second round pick very similar to Jalen Hurts in the fact that like it's like, okay, like draft him if you're a team that is good. Like the Eagles, when they drafted Jalen Hurts, they were good. And it was like, why Are yeah. you drafting quarterback? You know, this is the second round. Like, gets Carson went some help. And it was like, no, we're gonna get ourselves a quarterback. I feel like he should be a second round pick. I think that's you know, but he's not going to be. He's going he's to go be a top 10. ten. You know, maybe he goes like top fourteen or whatever.
0: I've seen I've seen legit reports that teams in the top five are thinking about him like honestly you, yeah. you know Jim you know Jim Ursa and his aggressive nature would you be surprised if he pulled the trigger at number four I wouldn't I think it'd be hilarious yeah I mean the same, that hired, division. the same Fair dude who hired the same dude who hired Jeff Saturday as his coach is going to draft Anthony Richardson fourth overall but like would you be surprised would you I, okay so what I'm hearing you say is you think he's a second round pick but you kind of like his physical attributes but I think when you watch Anthony Richardson's tape his footwork is garbage his accuracy all over the place. His ball placement is inconsistent at best. Does he have a rocket arm? Yes, but I saw a quote by, I actually saw a quote by Kurt Warner. It was a tweet just a couple days ago, and like you were just saying, Kurt Warner Hall of Fame quarterback. It's more important to know how to throw it than how hard you throw it. So he can have a fastball where he throws 90 miles an hour, and that's great. But does he have the touch? Can he throw it back shoulder? Can he throw it over the linebacker in between the safety? Can he hit the outside boundary? You know, on a corner or an out route, can he do those things? That's more important than can you zip it in a hole this big, this fast? And that's great and dandy, but I feel like quarterback is much more nuanced position. And again, like we were saying, you can survive a little bit on the read option, on the quick throws, on the whatever, but there comes a time, and that all great quarterbacks do it in the NFL, where you have to make that touch pass, you have to make that perfect throw. You know, like that's just the fact. So, how long can you survive with him not being able to do that? Can he kind of figure that out? Can he become more nuanced? Um, I think, like you were saying, it really depends on coach. Coach to me is the most important thing. Um, okay. I think the best scenario for him, if I, if I was Anthony Richardson and I'm thinking, okay, I want to go, I want to go early, but I also want to go to a good coach. I say the Panthers. I think Frank Wright could do a good job with him. I think the Panthers have pick twelve. Um, if I'm the Panthers, I think I would I would take a chance on him at twelve. You have, you know. Um, a good defense. You have a decent offensive line. Ikea Aquano was pretty good last year. Um and then Frank Gright coming in, who's proven that proven that he can help quarterbacks. So um but yeah, I, I'm very I'm very torn on Anthony Richardson. Um so if you so okay, let's let's say he goes forward to the Colts. Um what what is what what's going on with Anthony Richardson? Like will he struggle? Will he um, adapt? Like what do you think? You think he's just gonna
1: flame yeah, out? But- He would struggle majorly. I would assume probably gets traded after year two. Mm -hmm. Hopefully to a team that could develop him. Um, You mentioned something that I want to add on. uh, Because you talked about, you know, you got to be able to throw those touch passes, you know, throw back shoulder. You know, it's not about the fastball, it's about everything else. That is the exact reason why this is what this is a an atrocious quarterback i'll say era The okay. like it's insane there are th- i think there's two quarterbacks in the nfl two quarterbacks in the nfl it, screw it three there's three i'll throw my homes in there i was questioning whether or not to put Patrick homes in there. that's the that's what's crazy yeah that are just consistently making every throw in the book. You need to throw back shoulder. You need to throw deep. You need to throw underneath. You need to squeeze it in that window. And Burrow. when you watch these quarterbacks play, you notice. And it's Burrow, Rodgers, who may not play very much longer. Um, Mahomes. And then Mahomes. you know, maybe Mahomes. And I give like, even Mahomes I misses, misses a fair amount of throws, but he makes, it's like everyone's focusing on the crazy high-level play. And basically every quarterback in the NFL, you know, a couple times a season. You know, we see those highlights, right? Yeah. Sam Darnold makes this throw, and nobody talks about it, but Mahomes makes it, and he, everybody talks about it. Yeah. The reason for that is because Mahomes also makes those other throws. Everyone yeah, focuses Sam on Darnold the overthrows those. a
0: slant. Yeah, Sam Darnold will overthrow a slant five yards in front of him, but then he'll make a spin-around jump ball catch to whoever.
1: Yeah. It's, and oh it's not God. just him. You know, Sam Donald's kind of a trash player. Josh Allen misses throws. Lamar Jackson misses throws. Jalen Hurts misses throws. When you look at the quarterbacks that people consider top 10, they are not that consistent. Can they make extremely high level plays? Yes, I don't wanna take that away from them. But at the same time, the reason why they struggle to beat these other teams, the reason why Tom Brady was so dominant, right? The reason why, it was because he didn't lose to bad teams. Mm-hmm. Every time no, yeah. Tom Brady went up against a divisional opponent, because the, Jets. the sucked. sucked, um, or he went up against a bad team, he wasn't losing. Like, mm. he would maybe lose to Peyton Manning. He would maybe lose to Phillip Rivers or Big Ben, right? You know, elite quarterbacks. But he was yeah. not losing to a player that was bad. And Tom Brady's, you know, not the only example. You know, even look at Big Ben, Phillip Rivers, right? You know, these were quarterbacks where they were able to make – was Tom Brady or Philip Rivers hitting sidearms? Well, Philip Rivers was because every throw was sidearm, but you know, that difficult, crazy ass. sidearm, uh, you know, throws across the middle. No, they weren't. But what they were doing was just being consistent and hitting the throws that they needed to make. And that was the focus on quarterback back then. Right. You know, I hate the top this
0: term. 15. I hate this term because it's used to it's used to support a narrative I don't like. But it's almost like we're in the social media quarterback age where it's just every play's a highlight, yeah. every play's the bomb, every play's the insane 360 left hand. With all throw.
1: sports. With yeah. all sports. I wanna yeah. I wanna give an example. Um it was Austin Rivers, uh with basketball. I know you're not a huge basketball guy, but Austin Rivers yeah, no, Austin. Rivers, uh, has right. had a yeah, 12 year NBA career. Austin Rivers had one of the best high school mixtapes um for basketball, like ever. Yeah. Dude was insane, got a, you know, whatever was it, ball his life back then, whatever it was. And he, he has a podcast, I can't remember the name, but he talked about how nowadays, everybody pays somebody to go to your games and create that mixtape, create that highlight reel. Yep. And so basketball players that are playing in high school, they're no longer making those extra passes. They're no, like rather than scoring, catch one dribble, put up that shot, knock it down, they're going catch, between behind the back, yeah. trying to get that crazy highlight play. When in reality, they're missing out on the fundamental basketball. Mm-hmm. So that is why when you watch college basketball, when you watch the NBA, why do you think teams are putting up 140 a night? It's because they're not focusing on defense or focusing on these other things. Um, and it's the exact same way in the NFL. It's the yeah. exact same way in football where guys aren't focusing on the exact things that they need, you know, just to be a well-rounded player because That's typically not what gets you drafted super high. But Joe Burrow, the reason why he went super high was he, you know, he won the national championship, but he won the national championship by just being a fundamental, really good player. And you watch him, you're like, dang, this guy just hits the accuracy,
0: footwork, ball placement. Those are all his, his core traits.
1: And it's like, guys don't want to develop that because now players are playing the quarterback position that are maybe, you know, they're more athletic as a kid, right? You know, Joe Burrow wasn't coming out at fourteen just outrunning everybody. He was like, "I no. gotta, I gotta make sure I can throw the football." Yeah. Um, guys coming out though now, like even even like Stroud in high school was probably outrunning everybody. Yeah. And now Stroud's gonna get to the NFL and it's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you're not outrunning really anybody." No. And pro quarterbacks back in the day used to talk about it, right? You get to the NFL and it's a step up in speed and it's so much harder. It's not the case anymore. It's not about speed when you get to the NFL, right? Why do you think Amon Ra St. Brown came to the NFL and he was better than he was in college because in college, everybody's faster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause they don't go for the technique and Amon yep. Ra was ready. And so he went out there and he was like, I'm going to be a route runner with good hands. I'm going to go over the middle and make plays, gets to the NFL and he's like, Oh wow. Yeah, actually those small. are skills that translate
0: more. Yeah. Those are skills that translate directly
1: to the pro game. Yeah, exactly. And in college, it's so much about winning that you can't have really, unless you're at some crazy program, you can't really have that, you know, dialed in. I think that's why people like McKee is Stanford purely goes for these guys that are, you know, high end pocket passing game manager recruits. Cause Tanner McKee was very highly touted coming out of high school. That's why Stanford yeah. wanted him. Cause they want somebody that calls to play at the line of scrimmage. They want somebody doing everything. That's why people like Stanford quarterbacks. Um, They're smart, yeah. Like, so when I look at this draft class and I look at all of these guys and Anthony Richardson, it's like it can work. But I promise if any quarterback is coming into the league and they can hit those passes, I don't care if they're 5 foot 10 like Drew Brees, if you can hit those passes you are going to be in the NFL. And yep. not a single player in this draft class is coming out as, man, this guy's just hitting every single throw consistently. When in yep. reality cuz everyone thinks teams want, oh man, on Sunday night football I watched Lamar drop that elbow, sling it underneath the uh the defender's arm, got that completion on third down. Everyone thinks they want that. No, you want the guy on second and six to hit the check down to make it third and one.
0: Yeah. Every
1: yeah. time. you hit that check down, you're going to win football games. And that's what Joe Burrow does. It's like yeah. you watch him, and it's like, oh, Joe Burrow, second and seven, back shoulder fade to T Higgins. Perfectly. You want to hear you
0: wanna, hear, you wanna hear a perfect example of this, Makana, and I'll bring this up as an Alabama fan and as an avid tool fan. Yep. Everybody knows Tua won the National Championship on that bomb to Devontae Smith, right? That was on second yeah. and 26. You know what Tua did the, the play before? Spun around three times, but didn't throw the ball away, got sacked for negative 16 yards. Like, every and everybody remembers the bomb, but how are we in second and 26? Your percentage of converting second and 26 is very fucking small. Yeah. It's yeah. very high. So with Tom Brady, maybe it's second and four. And then they just methodically march on the field and they punch it in instead of not minus 16 yards bomb down the field right so it's about playing good fundamental football um, which is something that ar is currently struggling with um, last kind of thing i want to ask you and this is kind of just a rumor that's been going around it's kind of i just want to hear what you have to say Jalen ramsey um is reportedly going to get dealt this offseason the rams are in cap hell. by the way for all you for all you dweebs out there who says the cap isn't real oh teams are gonna work around it no, no, you have to pay the price. It it comes. Good thing they, they got their Super Bowl. They they had their fun, cool, but now they're paying the price. So because it's a cap casualty, the Rams are more than likely going to trade away Jalen Ramsey. How much do you think Jalen Ramsey will get in terms of trade back? And what teams do you think make the most sense for Jalen Ramsey? I
1: don't think it gets much. Um I I'm thinking I'm thinking a team that trades for Jalen. I think he could go for a three okay um he, he may go for it too i think it's more likely that he goes for it too i wouldn't yeah. trade it too for jalen ramsey um because of that money right yeah because and if you're eight. trading for jalen ramsey right you're trying to win the super bowl and if you're trying to win the super bowl you don't have money because you're already paying your good players so it's pretty like much. pretty like much a team yeah. that could trade for jalen right now is like the bears the bears don't need jalen ramsey they don't want jalen ramsey Team that could there, use them, they're going to be Rams? a young
0: team. They don't yeah. want
1: an aging corner. No, no, like, no. The Bills could use them. The Ravens could use them. The Niners could use they them. They don't have any fucking money. They can't get them. So, like, if they want to get them, it's like, oh, you pay the Rams like three firsts to take their the cap, and then but it's like that doesn't help the Rams because they can't take the cap. That's why they're trading him. Yeah, I feel like he's not going to go for much because they don't I see think he's I see a lot of people. Demand.
0: I've seen a lot of people say that he's going to go to the Bengals, and my question is. Where the fuck are they gonna get the money? They're already gonna lose Jesse Bates because of money. They have to pay T. Higgins, and they're probably gonna pay Joe Burrow. Where does that leave any money for Jalen Ramsey? Like, um, and like you were saying, teams like the Bears, the Texans, okay. Yes, could they make the trade for Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. What the fuck would they do with an aging corner on a young rebuilding roster? That makes no sense. Um, I think the team that makes the most sense is probably the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have a vacant spot at cornerback two outside of um, Trayvon Diggs, and I think the Cowboys are, like you said, a team that has enough money and think that they can go and win a Super Bowl with Jalen Ramsey. Um, the Cowboys, I think, are overrated every year, and I think most people do. But the Cowboys, I will say one thing about Jerry Jones is he always believes in his team and he always buys in. Um, you never really have seen the Cowboys rebuilding because Jerry Jones wants to win the Super Bowl every year. So I think the Cowboys are a team that makes a lot of sense. Jerry Jones would be aggressive enough. The Cowboys do have a decent amount of money. They do think they can win the Super Bowl. I would put, if, if he does get traded, which I think is pretty high likelihood, I'd put my money on the Cowboys, if I'm being honest.
1: I think, for me, it's it's two teams. Cowboys, I like that that you brought them up. I think the Raiders, they have the money.
0: Yeah, um, but do you think the Raiders think they're going to the, win the Super Bowl? Or they're just I stupid think, enough to make it Here's the thing.
1: Raiders fans dude I, Raiders fans think that they can win the Super Bowl even though they're playing in a really tough division but yeah, with, the, like, with the team that just won the Super Bowl have, yeah it's yeah. like I feel like the way that they've built their roster they're just sending it on aging extremely high contracts Devontae Devontae Darren Waller Chandler Jones um, Chandler Jones yeah you no know, they may go after Rodgers, right oh my god
0: Derek, like, no they're probably gonna go after Rogers or Derek Carr yeah
1: what do you mean they're not going after Derek Carr
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I was thinking of the Jets. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like they're the going Jets. after
1: vets. Like, I think yeah. that's clear, and I think I think, you know, their mentality, you know, Al Davis starting at the top, is just like they suck so bad at getting in young talent and evaluating talent. They want players that are proven. Yeah. And that is why they go after everyone in their They had a right they running.
0: had a generationally awful like three year stretch of draft where all of the players either sucked, did make the final roster or were just criminals and just got booted from the league for just being criminals. Um Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. So, um the Raiders have no faith in their drafting ability, which that's how you build a good team. Like, that's what you're saying. You can't have a comp- competing team without good draft picks. Every, the Chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes. They drafted Travis Kelsey. The Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts. Every good team has at least five or six really, really good players that they drafted themselves, right? That's just the fact yeah. of the matter. Um, so Jalen Ramsey, the Cowboys, that makes a lot of sense. The Raiders, I think, again, they're stupid enough. They have money. Um, but, but if they if I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, what what's another team that makes sense? Um, uh, I think he gets cut. The Giants could. They don't have they don't have money after they paid after they pay Daniel Jones and Saquon, they probably won't have money.
1: Yeah, Daniel Dollars, but we're gonna have to call him. $40. Maybe 40 the Panthers.
0: Dollars. Maybe the Panthers. They got a decent amount of money. And they think, I mean, they're probably going to win the division.
1: I don't think they do because they just messed up when they went after Stefan Gilmore, another high contract. But that was a fifth. That was like a fifth round pick they gave up, though. So. Yeah, I know. But it's like, it didn't work. <laughs> like, like yeah. it just happened to him where it didn't work. Like, here's the thing. Like, Jalen Ramsey, he's not going to go out there and be prime Jalen Ramsey. If he goes out there and he's playing alongside a really good defense, I think, you know, in really good corners. I don't know if the Panthers have the defense, even though I like, I like, love their defense. Um, and the I, the front love, seven's really good. Uh, like, the, the front seven's really good. You know, you know, they're starting JC Horn, very good. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if Jalen Ramsey would go out there in that division and just be like, all right, I'm going to lock up Mike Evans twice a year. I'm going to lock up, we'll see, you know, maybe Chris Olave, or maybe it's, uh, michael thomas if he's there mr soon to be like 500 million dollars in one day, right mr rolling over um yeah. mr layaway i'll call him that mr um, layaway you know or uh even you know oh go out there and match up against drake london like that <laughs> would be brutal like i feel like i would rather just not trade for him and draft somebody else like come on like if we're being honest like at 12 draft a corner if you're Witherspoon
0: yeah
1: Like draft I, I wouldn't draft Witherspoon uh, You don't
0: like first. Witherspoon I think he's my Favorite corner No I don't
1: like
0: Maybe I'm biased Because I'm from Illinois but I really like Witherspoon That's extreme he's... Bias right there um, He's definitely Most physical
1: corner I think he's good Great for the Lions To be honest No nah. No I I I think Witherspoon's A back end first But Which I see, just I guess I just want to If I'm them I'm drafting Joey Porter. Okay um, now, if I'm a Ravens fan, I don't want to draft Joey Porter, because I want Joey Porter.
0: Yeah, I want to Porter. Sure. Seahawks, you got two first-round picks, but take Joey Porter at, like, 20. He could he could be a Seahawk. Future future Seattle dy- dynamic duo, Tariq Woolen, Tariq and uh, Joey Porter. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Um, but, all right, so we've talked Lamar. We've talked about the quarterbacks. We've talked about AR specifically. We've talked about Jalen Ramsey. Um, kind of wrapping this up, Is there any final points that you want to make Are there any final hot takes That you can cement now for either the draft For next year For anything that you want to say really quick And then we'll kind of outro And get the hell out of here
1: Yeah I just want to say That I think a lot of people are going to be Extremely disappointed In the quarterbacks of this class As well as the wide receivers of this class um, Especially in terms of like Year one production Okay like I'm Don't draft Like this is not a good Wide receiver class At all I don't think I don't think Anybody's great I think Quentin Johnson's Going to be pretty bad Unless he gets to an amazing spot mm-hmm. I Yeah Don't draft wide receiver Okay it sucks Because the Ravens Need a wide receiver And okay. uh, I don't like think class Except for Outside of like Addison I like Addison But I don't really love Anybody else Okay
0: Well shit Alright bro Well I appreciate you Coming on Um this is the 10th episode of the From the Booth podcast. Please remember to subscribe and like the video and let us know of Makana's genius in the comments down below by um, agreeing with everything that he said throughout this episode. We appreciate you guys listening. Makana, thank you for blessing us with your presence this fine afternoon. Um, and um, make sure to subscribe to Makana's channel. I'll put a link below. But um, thanks for coming on, man. All right, have a great rest of your day. All right. Yeah.
1: Everyone make sure to subscribe to the DeFriend Daddy podcast. Oh, wait. No, that's the wrong show. From the booth.
0: (laughs) From the booth. (laughs) All right. See you guys
1: later. Peace.